Getting ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello, good evening. Welcome to another podcast by Arsenal's Guns and Yellow Ribbons. My name is Fergus. Uh, I am joined today by Big T and old man Trev. Uh, we are going to just have a, a bit of a summer catch-up. We're not going to try and do what everyone else is doing with like watch-alongs and thinking who's going to sign, who's not going to sign. We're just going to talk about facts and stuff that's gone on about the Arsenal Football Club since um, we have uh, been in the closed season. Um, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, Trevor, how the devil are you? I'm very good, thank you, Fergus. Very good indeed. Um I'm actually enjoying. I enjoyed the international football last night. It was nice to see an Arsenal player. Give, gives you a lot more interest in, in the games, in the international games, as an Arsenal fan when we've got a lad in, doesn't it? Um, yeah, so I'm good, ready for the season to kick off. Really, mate, we've got loads of uh, pre-season games planned, haven't we? So we can talk about them. But I'm just, I'm, to be honest with you, mate, I'm ready to pay for my season ticket. I'm ready to go again, mate. So yeah, looking forward to it. In fairness, not only the, uh, the the new Arsenal shirt, and I know you had to have a wardrobe change because we had a bit of a clash early on. Um, yeah. and not, not only had we that, but like uh, a bit lighter around the face, are we? Yeah, I am, mate. Yeah, it's summertime, so the beard's come off a bit. The beard's come off a little bit. And uh, for, just so everyone knows, um, me and Fergus had the same shirt on when we were just preparing to come on here. So I went and changed it because I couldn't be doing... I couldn't be doing with Big T taking the pee out of me all night. I, I, with, when I knew Tony was coming on, I thought, well, there's no way I'm wearing the same shirt as Fergus because he will do my head in the big fella. So as I had a if quick, I would. I, as if I would. <laughs> well, Tony, that's a, that's a perfect perfect intro into you. Uh, how are you doing? Haven't spoken to you for weeks, mate. We've been on WhatsApp and, and various bits and pieces, but like we, we haven't had a chat. Uh, well, actually, we did have a chat about an hour and a half ago. I was outside the pub, and unfortunately, I have had a libation or four. So uh, this, this is going to be a challenge, uh, to say the least. But how are you? Yes, mate. I'm all. I'm all good. Uh, enjoying the summer. Enjoying the sort of break from football, um, and then obviously straight into the Euros. Um, so you're all good with the family. Um, and surprisingly, I'm really, really looking forward to the season ahead. Um, so yeah, I, I can't wait to get started. And why don't you have an Ireland shirt on or anything like that? Like you know, because like Ireland are on holidays. I thought it should be holiday shirts and stuff. You know, it is a holiday shirt because we'll be out the next game. <laughs> Listen, we will get into the England. Um, sorry, sorry, just one uh, second. Your... My, my daughter's so excited to come running in. My uncle's just bought her and my our little son, uh, my one year old, the new Arsenal kit. So she's absolutely excited and ecstatic to get the new shirt. Good girl. Tell her, good girl. That's brilliant. Good girl. You said good girl. Good Tony, 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 ask her what she thinks of Tottenham. No. <laughs> Harper, Harper, who do we hate? Good girl, darling. Good girl. Good girl. We like her. We like her. Yeah. You know, uh, Tony, Trev's originally from Tottenham. He's muted himself. You're on mute. He's muted himself. I've heard heard he's a bit tired, so maybe he's got a bit of Tottenham in his, uh, you know, in his blood. No. He's Tottenham born and bred, mate. Born and raised in Tottenham, mate. Went to school behind the Tottenham ground. I've been an Arsenal fan all my life. It was an odd upbringing. I mean, I, that's where I learned how to have a punch-up, mate, going to school in Tottenham as an Arsenal fan. It was like, live by the sword, die by the sword. 
But what I will tell you is, I was judging I was, by your looks, mate. It looks like you lost a few. Yeah, here we go. Because <laughs> 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 you all got no mirrors in your house, then, son. <laughs> Listen, what we're going to go through tonight is um, we want to look back at what's been happening um, over uh, the last few weeks and probably a month and a half, is it, since uh, Arsenal finished their season. Um, we're not going to really look into rumours and transfers and speculation and stuff like that because if you want that, there's, there's loads of other podcasts, there's loads of other sites, newspapers and everything else you want that. We haven't uh, got we're going to look at some more Arsenal. What's that? We haven't got the time with the amount of rumours a week. You know, no, exactly. exactly. We'll exactly. be here till next week. Exactly. Yeah. Well, in, in fairness, Tony, what we've tried to do, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've probably seen, what we try to do, myself and Trev have been doing um, a couple of, um, we've done two so far, the Arsenal history, the way it, uh, the way it was um, with uh, Mark Andrews and Andy Kelly. Uh, we've uh, done... Uh, it, ended up, it was meant to be 45 minutes, end up being an hour and a half, amazing hour and a half, just like a, a brief run through of the history of Arsenal. We didn't even really get to the Emirates. And then we asked them after it was so successful and uh, a lot of people made a lot of comments on there. Um, they uh, uh, kindly said they would do um, some other like different tranches of the era. And we'd done 1886 to 1925 as the last one. And we're lined up uh, now for the Herbert Chapman era. And tonight actually was meant to be the Herbert Chapman era, but Andy has got really bad toothache and he can't make it. So we've done this live one instead, just as a little bit of a catch up. Um, have you watched uh, them? You said to me earlier you, you were enjoying some of them. You'd seen some of them, not all. Yeah, mate, I must admit, it's really enjoyable. Um, there's bits that I know, bits I don't know. I think uh, Mark and Andy, um, you know, they certainly know their stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited to to see the next one, the Herbert Chapman era. Um, again, this stuff I know, the stuff I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's definitely um, for anyone that hasn't listened, it's definitely worth a watch, uh, you know, or, or a listen because yeah, it's definitely uh, something that you can um, that's going to fill your time and uh, and you're going to learn more about the club. Thank you, um, Trev. It's it has been enjoyable doing them. Um, I thought one of the very interesting things I got, which I, I spoke to Lee Judges actually, because um, Lee was meant to be on today, but he's got more important things to do. <laughs> um, but uh, I spoke to Lee, and I, I was talking to him about this fact, which was I talked to Mark, and I said to Mark about like ladies got into free into Invict in, into the Invictor Stadium uh, in Plumstead, and I said would we have much of an attendance and was that all, uh, was that like commonplace? And he said our, our capacity, um, our attendance was like 40% ladies uh, in the 18, 1900s. Some of that stuff was just like amazing, don't you think, Trev? I don't know. I've not watched it. I pride myself in knowing stuff about the Arsenal, but the, them two boys, Mark and Andy, uh, the top notch, and uh, you, you get into it, get get into it, and you get them started. Get them started talking about the Arsenal, them two boys. You feed them a bit of a line, and then you just sort of sit back, don't you? And you just listen to them because because some of the stuff they come up with is is is, is very interesting, and some of it you, you've never heard of before, you know. And I know we've got quite a bit um, quite a bit to 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 talk about with Herbert Chapman. I know that the boys have dug up some stuff that sort of, in a way, contradicts what the official history says about the Arsenal. And they've got some good stuff to back up their views. So it's going to be really interesting talking about Herbert. Now, 
the man who, who shaped the modern day Arsenal as we remember him because we all remember Ibridge. It was so, yeah. Look, I, I'm loving doing them, mate. I'm absolutely loving doing them. I'm pass the time. They, you can talk forever on them. I know, Fergus, you have to reel us in, mate, because, because we'll talk forever. But I absolutely love doing them, mate, learning about our great club. I must admit, I'm, I'm, I'm way out of my depth uh, in a lot of it because bit of newbie and everything else uh but um and it, it, but I, I find them fascinating i've learned so much stuff and i'm boring people to death with some of the facts that mark and andy came up with uh, when i talked to them about it and and so on um some other things that we've done recently we've launched our own website it's not like really you know click and make us a load of money and nothing like that. It's just literally a place that we use a as a repository so people can either get access to um, the video version on YouTube or the audio version on Spotify or whatever platform you want of these podcasts. And also some of the blogs. Um, the first blog we had was from Trev, and that was like the day before the last day of the season, before we uh, were able to return to the ground. And I had a huge following, nearly 2,000 hits on that one. And we also had a competition between Tony and between Trev about who could get more hits for their own individual blogs. And I, I, I haven't checked, but it, it's pretty tight. Where did this competition materialize? I can't remember it being a competition. In, in Fergus's head. Mate, in, Fergus, in Fergus's head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we, if anyone goes on the website and reads the blogs, click like on mine and not on Tony's, please. There's no competition. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, guys, um, listen, uh, I, I'd like to talk about. Um, uh, an Arsenal football player, I, if I'm honest, I don't know a man who was around my age, Alan Miller. He died, sadly, at 51. Um, you know, he was a goalkeeper for Arsenal. Trevor, you mentioned to add him on to uh, the agenda to talk about, and I do agree that we should do. I think he had five first-team appearances um, for Arsenal. He was on the bench. Um Trevor, do you, want, do you want to take over on this bit and talk a little about Alan and then Tony? I'm sure you would have seen and seen him play. Go on, Trevor, over to you. Yeah, we never we never saw a lot of Alan Miller because he was a backup goalkeeper to John Lukic and uh, David Seaman. Um, I think he, I think he, I'm not sure if he played eight or nine times for the first team, Fergus. But what he was, I, I never knew him personally. But what we found out recently is that. Uh, is that he was a well-loved and well-respected part of Arsenal Football Club, um, coached by Bob Wilson, who thought massively of him. And in recent years, he'd been working in Norfolk, uh, at Holcombe Hall in Norfolk, I think. So, yeah, a, a top man by all accounts. And, and what really got me onto it was that uh, I saw there was a Arsenal put out, uh, had been asked by Alan Miller's family to put a bit on the Arsenal website today about how overwhelmed they were by the by the feedback and by the respect and by the condolences shown by all the Arsenal fans towards them after Alan's unfortunate passing at such a young age. And it just got me thinking, you know, that we, we all we all run our supporters down and we all say this and we all say that about the club. But when something like that happens, we pull together at Arsenal and, and, and all the fans come together and everyone says nice things and everyone means what they say, I think, because we're that kind of club. So I just wanted to get it on here, Ferguson, get it out there that, that uh, 
that, that poor Alan had passed away and that the, the, the fans of the club have been so respectful. And I, for one, think it's fantastic that, uh, that they've shown that respect and my condolences go to his family, mate. Um, Alan's family said Alan was so proud to sign for Arsenal as a youngster. He loved Highbury, been involved at what was such an exciting time for the club and the fans. He had so much respect for the history, the values of the club. It made a real impact on him and made his career journey have been part of the first ever uh, intake of um, uh, Lily Scholl to Highbury. Uh, can somebody, uh, do, yeah. Trev, Tony, Lily. do you know what that is? I think Tony will put me right here, but I think Lillishaw was the Young England training centre, wasn't it, Tony? I'm, I'm not 100% sure, mate. Um, you may yeah. need to ask someone a little bit older than me. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not too sure. I, I thought you was older than me. No, I think Lillishaw was something to do with England and part of a and part of a coaching setup as well. So he may well... I never knew Alan Miller was part of that, but, but quite like... Well, he obviously was, so yeah. Yeah, he 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 made his um he played in the 95 96 uh, season in the Premier League. So he appeared in the Premier League and uh, I think also in League 1 as it would have been at the time. Uh, so listen, um love love to all his family. I'm sure it's very difficult uh, but um the Arsenal family do support uh, our own and we do we do share our love especially from here as well. Um, other departures within the group. Uh, um, oh, Pat says you're spot on, by the way, Trev. Uh, Pat's a new viewer on YouTube. Um, I'm glad you joined us. Um, uh, keep you. joining and spread the word to your friends. Um, Steve Bold, after 33 years as player and coach, uh, he's been a fantastic servant for Arsenal on and off the pitch. And he's gone. Tony, thoughts on Steve Bold going? You're on. Turn you. your mic on. Oh my Jesus. God, Stevie Bold. Stevie Bold. Never on. Uh, we don't care. Stevie, Stevie Bold. Stevie Bold. Listen, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, you know he's a club legend, um, and it always will be. Um, I think it's the right time. It's probably sad to see him go, but it's the right time to to part ways. Um, we need a, probably a change in direction with coaches, and it's the right time. But look, at the end of the day, Blake's given us 33 years service, um, both on and off the field. Um, and he should be remembered for that, not not sort of um, the sort of uh, struggles and performances last year in the academy side, but the 33 years he's given to this club. Um, I didn't particularly like people knocking him and disrespecting him this week. Um, so for me, I'm going to remember him as, as, as a great player, a good coach, um, and obviously his dedication and service to Arsenal Football Club. Absolutely. Well said, son. Well said, son. Why have people knocked him this week? Why have people not Steve Bold this week? What what do you gain out of it? What Trev, do you gain I don't think, without being disrespectful, I don't think it is um, what you would call Arsenal fans. There's a lot of, um, and without being disrespectful, there's a lot of newbie fans, a lot of sort of social media fans. They seem to be the one that have uh, disrespected and knocked him. And, and I'm going to say it, there's a lot of people there that have disrespected and knocked him seem to be um, of the Ozil cult, I'm going to say. Yeah, Maybe. Anyway, listen, Steve Bold was the greatest number 10 to play for Arsenal. And why was he the greatest number 10? Because in 1989, Anfield. when we won at Anfield, George Graham pulled his master stroke and played three centre-halves and Steve Bold wore the number 10 shirt that night. So good luck, Stevie Bold. Good luck, son. 
Um, I'm, I was trying to, sorry, I was listening to you, but I was trying to look through a message from one of my guys uh, that I know um, who gives me some information. And I I can't find the actual message to read it out to you, but um, Arteta was not pleased um, with the uh, dismissal of, uh, sorry, the leaving of um, Stevie Bold uh, from Arsenal Football Club. So, um, yeah, I, 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 and that, Actually, will probably be a surprise to some of the haters and the outers of Arteta. Um, as people will know, I'm, I'm I'm still supporting Arteta. I support Arsenal Football Club. I don't care who's in charge. I support Arsenal Football Club first and foremost. But um, I, I I will give this manager uh, some more time. I think he still needs more time. But he seems to understand what the club's about and is trying to reinstate. Uh, some of the uh, class and tradition that we seem to have lost over a few years. And he wasn't very happy about that. Um, a couple of other outgoings are Zach Medley. Zach Medley will leave the club to join Belgian side KV Us. Oh, bloody hell. Usend, uh, Belgium club. Um, he was He's 20-year-old. He's had loan spells at Gillingham, Kilmarnock. Um, a, a good player. Um but just didn't make the grade, Trev. Uh, would he have made the grade? Do you think? Not seen much of him, Fergus. I think. I, do you know what? This is off the top of my head, right? This is off the, off the top of my head. And Terry, my mate Terry's watching, so he may put me right here. I think that Zach Medley possibly made his first team debut in the same game that uh, Bukayo Saka did, who we're going to talk about shortly, away at. Uh, Paul Tarver when it was moved to Kiev three three or four seasons ago. I'm pretty sure that Zach Medley made his debut that night as well. And, and the lads played really well. We won 3-0 away. It was a cracking night, freezing cold. But I'm pretty sure that Zach made his debut. Other than, I don't know a lot about him, Fergus. You hear a lot about these players. But, you know, if he's not good enough, he's not good enough. And Arsenal have to move him on because all the fans, and me included, are moaning that we're, we're, we're stagnant. Um, and so we need to improve. And if, if we need to clear out these young lads that are not going to quite make the grade, it's ruthless. But that's always been football. So, um, you know, good luck to, to Zach Medley and I hope he's uh, successful elsewhere. Big, big Steve in the comments says um, uh, Blackpool was his debut, uh, he believes. Um, and Big Steve has got a chubby for the kids, as we know. So he, he will know that. And he, he'll understand the joke as well. Steve is not. No, no, yeah. you have to be careful, uh, Fergus. In fairness, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. Uh, Tony, what do you know of Zach Medley? Uh, are you, um, are you sad to see him go? Um, if I'm, if I'm being totally honest, mate, no, I'm not sad to see him go. I did have high hopes for him. Uh, out of all the the players that we were simply getting rid of, he was the one that I did have the most um, hopes for. I thought a couple of years ago we were sort of the next one to break through and be part of the first team squad but his low moves haven't really developed it or him as a person as a player haven't developed as much as I'd have hoped um, McGuinness as well he, he was at Ipswich he's an okay player I think he's going to be a sort of an established championship player over the years not quite good enough the Premier League again over the years he may prove me wrong but from what I've seen and Trey Coyle I don't really know much about him so I can't judge him but um, I, I have seen a rumour today, mate, with, with the, the medley one is that we get first option on. Uh, we inserted a clause in any in deal that we get first option 
Yeah, there's, um, a, there's a buy on, there's a buyback and sell on clause in there. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's supposed to be with, with all three players. Um, but again, I, I don't know the ins and outs. Um, listen, ultimately, mate, the three players wasn't good enough to to break through um, into the first team. They're not good enough, and a bit like Triff just alluded to, we've been stagnant over the years. People moaning that we need to have a bit of a uh, more of a ruthless stance with players, not just in the academy but also the first team, and. The, the sort of cogs are, have been turning over the last year and we're hoping that this summer is going to be the final piece to, to put us back right uh, and put us back in the right direction to start improving and, and climbing the league table, etc. Yeah, of, of course, you're right. You, you, I, I hate agreeing with you all the time, big lad, but uh, you, you, you're exactly right, mate, in that, you know, we have, we have we, if we are ruthless, if we talk honestly... We have brought some youngsters through over the last three or four years. You know, we name them every other week, so I'm not going to name them, but they're playing in the first team and we've not improved under them. And I think when this latest bunch, when Saka and Smith Rowe came through and showed how youngsters really can break in, it sort of sort of, sort of gave us a new direction, didn't it? It showed us where we need to head. And uh, by the way, Big Steve, I hope you're going to eat your words, mate, because I've just checked here and... Uh, Zach Medley did indeed make his debut uh, away to Poltava in the Europa League. So, 1-0 uh, to the old man, son. 1-0. Check. It's facts. probably just as well Steve's on a diet at the minute, so he, he can't eat his words. Check, check your facts before you post on here against the old man, son. You touched on Trey Coyle, Tony. Uh, he's a 20-year-old, spent the first half of last season at Gillingham. He's a winger, um, and he's gone to join a Swiss team, FC Lusana Sport, on a permanent transfer. Um, he scored 13 goals in the Bet uh, Sky Bet League uh, one last season. We don't need another winger, do we, Tony? Uh, it's got to be nine impossible to find his way into that squad that we got at the moment. Before obviously going any more onto the players, the clubs that they've signed for will tell you sort of where they are as players and, and their development right now. Um, both have gone, one's gone to, to, to a Belgian club, which as far as I'm aware, they're, they're not even a mid-table club. Um, obviously, the, the Trey Cole has gone to a, a Swiss club. Um, that Mark McGuinness has gone to obviously Cardiff. So you're looking, thinking, well, at least he's an established championship player now. The other two, it sort of shows where they are in terms of their development. Um, I don't think they're going to be a big loss. And like I say, they may develop into championship players in the future, but I can't see them developing into Premier League elite players uh, and players that we're going to regret. I, don't, I certainly don't think they're going to be Serge Gnabry's. No. And Tony, uh, Terry uh, mentions here there's a big, a big cull lower down, just not announced. Um and I think there has been an awful lot of uh, young lads that are in the Hale End Academy, uh, et cetera, that have been released out of their contracts and not renewed. It's probably, uh, uh, you know, uh, subject to COVID, uh, the, the losses that the, the, the company, uh, the, the, the company, the club uh, have made um, over the last two years. They, they've got no other option but to, to try and, like, you know, concentrate on the first team. There's rumours of £250 million being spent on the first team to support the first team going forward. We will get into that in a minute, but we're not going to transfer rumours. But it, it, it makes sense, doesn't it, uh, uh, Trev? 
Yeah, it does make sense. But but what you remember, Fergus, is that these young lads that that are, that are taking on and they they learn the trade at Hale End and uh, maybe even get into the to the Arsenal get 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 a, a, a professional contract in their early years at the Arsenal, but then get dropped off by the Arsenal. You know, it's not time wasted because if if they've trained at Hale End, they may not make it with Arsenal, but there'll be plenty of other clubs. That, that, that will look at that training that they've had and look at the upbringing that they've had by our great club and think, yeah, we'll give them a go. And and, and as Tony's just said, that you know, these two lads, Medley and uh, Medley and Coyle, they're moving on, but, you know, and they're not going to stronger clubs as the Arsenal, but they're going to have professional contracts and they're going to make a wage and they're going to play the game they love. And that's down to the Arsenal because the Arsenal took them on in the first place and gave them a chance. So, it's not wasted time when they get moved on. If they, if they're sensible, I'll get you know. I think that the, the, the career's there for them, and maybe just not at the Arsenal. So they, they'll have a luck. career trip. They'll have a career, and they'll have obviously um, you know a career in football because of Arsenal on their CV, and that will stand for something um, for the remainder of their career. Uh, obviously, it's up to them how far that they want to go in terms of professional footballer. But Arsenal's done their bit. You know, they've had an education. Um, and unfortunately, they just wasn't good enough. And, you know, we part ways and wish them all the best and good luck for the rest of their careers. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. The last one I want to talk about is McGuinness. I wish him all the best. Ireland under uh, Ireland and international, blimey, uh, Ireland international under 21s. Uh, he's uh, done a long loan spell at Cardiff and he signed a permanent deal over there. So we wish him well as well, especially when you're playing for the boys in green. It's just, you know, that's that's all that matters. Tony, yeah. see boys in green. That's all that matters. To be fair, mate, you could do with all the you can get at the moment. It's not it's not a good time for you guys, is it? Absolutely. Listen, we we are in ho- we are on holidays and we're enjoying it. It's really good to be on holidays at the minute. <laughs> it sounds like a Tottenham fan making excuses, Tony. Doesn't he? <laughs> it's a bloody, it's a bloody long holiday. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I just got a little announcement for for any Scottish fans watching. Uh, just a little bit of an update that might help you out. If if you bought a brand new Scotland shirt at the start of the Euros, you're still within your 14 days refund period. So you can take it back and get a full refund. You get 14 days on it. So uh, get it back there quick and uh, get your money back. Right, okay. So we... we <laughs> I'm, Celt- I'm, I'm Celtic, so I can't... Uh, let me just... Uh, That's so rude. My yeah, my, I'm Celtic, so I, I I can't really go against the Scots either. So listen, uh, a final uh, um, a nod to Alan Alan Miller. There he is with um, with Smudge. Um, so we uh, bid farewell to him, and now we move on to the the next uh, part of our season. We've got preseason friendlies in. Um, Florida. Um, I know some of the Arsenal Gooners and like uh, Golf Course Gooners and Tampa Bay Gooners and everything else. They're all going to enjoy uh, seeing some Arsenal there. But we've also got um, a preseason tournament that I mentioned some weeks ago, both on uh, Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Arsenal Fans Forum about uh, Chelsea and Tottenham. Chelsea at home, Tottenham away. And I was scoffed. Um, but it's in it's an aid of mind, the charity mind for for mental health matters. Um, what's your thoughts about having not necessarily Chelsea at home, uh, Trev? Um, because I think that that will be a good game, and you know, be good to bring the kids to bring uh, see some of the kids uh, playing for 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 Arsenal and for Chelsea. 
but the Tottenham away one. What 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 do you reckon on that? First, oh, it's it. I'm led to believe again from my source in the club is that away fans will be going, and is a test event uh, in London for away fans. So it's not. That's why it's Chelsea and Tottenham rather than um, like Manchester or um, Milan or something like that. They're trying to keep it reasonably tight just to, 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 to get some of the stuff going on. What What's your thoughts on that, Trev? Well, I'm not sure. No game against that lot's a friendly, is it, Fergus? It's, no game no. is ever, ever going to be a friendly. You know, and, and I, don't, I don't like them. I don't like Tottenham. I don't like their fans and I don't like the club. They've got no class and I don't want to play them in friendlies, really. I want to go there and beat them in the league and beat them in cups. So I, I don't know if I'm, I'm not, I will go if I get a ticket. I will go if I get a ticket and I will celebrate when we beat them. But pre-season friendly against them, does it devalue it when it comes to the North London derby? It, 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 I think it might do. I think it might well devalue it a little bit, actually. It's a game that, it's a game that we build up to twice a season. And if we're lucky in a, once in a cup, and I, I'm not too bothered about it. I don't want to go and listen to that mob down there saying they're going to have a party when one of our greatest players passes away. Don't want it. So, yeah, I think it devalues it. I will go. Trev, Trev, when you say devalue it, when when you say devalue it, do you remember the last non-competitive game against Tottenham? I think it was 1990. Did did you go to the game? I've got no real memory of it. Um, I was only young and I certainly didn't go to the game. But have you got any memory of it? Possibly not. To be honest with you, Tone, I can't even remember it, son. So, no. I'll I, I see the statistic today that it's, it's going to be the first non-competitive meeting between the sides in 1990. But I don't know. Part of me thinks it may have been the Community Shield in 1990, but I may be wrong. Well, it may have been a testimonial, mate. 1990 testimonial. Yeah. Testimonial in 1990. We did play Tottenham in a testimonial, but I can't remember who it was for now. But I, I don't know if that was 1990. Someone on here might be listening. Big Terry now. Big Terry Greenwood will be flicking through his... his Program thinking, right, when did we pay me 1990? Um, so I don't know, Tone. I can't remember. It might have been a testimonial, though. Be interesting. So I wonder if there's anything in here. Um, Matt comes along, so we had to play one at least one smaller team, uh, in London. Oh, so yeah, that would be, and the we McKeith beat them 4 0. Paul Ennis is right, the Makita tournament, wasn't it? Yep. The Makita tournament. tournament. Car. Yeah, I remember that now. He said, I think that was what it was. The Makita tournament. I can uh, are, are, are you getting that Andy and Mark's book again, are you? <laughs> no, it won't be in their book. It won't be in their book. But I could go in my cupboard. I think I've got the programme in my cupboard. You two talk a minute. I'll be back in a second. No, no, Paul, Paul, stay where you are. Paul's confirmed it was the Makita tournament. So, oh, yeah, thank okay. you, Paul. Yeah, we, we 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 now don't have to see his derby anymore. So, like, you know, it, you're like boob level is enough with him. Like, you know, any lower, it just gets like... Mm, I nearly forgot I ain't got no pecs on <laughs> <laughs> Right, um, let's talk about um, a superstar, a guy that um, had a, a fantastic game last night, uh, unlike uh, the national team who, who have been. Um, they've been, I would say, industrious and achieved what they needed to achieve. They got through, which is the main thing, top of the group. Uh, no outstanding players, bar one man, Baku 
Bakary Sang Saka. What a game! I didn't. I didn't watch the game last night, people. Bakary Sang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Just yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Just move on. Just move on, Trev. Move on. Saka. I gave up with him. Saka. I gave up with him. The greatest young talent this club's had in years, and he can't even say his name. To be fair, though, the five or the five or six beers at lunchtime is probably not able to make. Yeah, well, it wasn't actually... lunchtime, it was after work, honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Saka. Saka had a stunning game last night. I, I did watch a couple of clips on YouTube, and he does. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you, Heath. Um, Heath is also picking up on my pronunciation of uh, Heinz Martinez. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more that will come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, you know what the only good thing is um tony's not in the comments because he'd be, he'd be slagging us off on uh pinky and perky and like you know and all that sort of stuff and i'd be absolutely ruined completely but he, he had a really good game i watched some of the stuff uh that he'd done on some twitter clips and he was doing what he does for arsenal week in week out and he is such a talent and we need to sign him up to a long-term contract. Did he sign a recent long-term contract, um, Tony? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't know exactly what length it was. I know it was a long-term contract. Was it last summer? I think it was last summer. He signed a, a new long-term contract. I, I want to say five years, but I, I may be wrong. I don't uh, think it was that long. I, my, my, from If it's the one that I'm talking about last summer, I think it was um, a three-year contract, which means he's going to be negotiating again next summer. Um, and That's fine. Give we we are going to have to pay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 Listen, what I will say is he's, um, he, he's a special talent, right? Not only is he a gifted footballer, he's very, very intelligent. And most importantly, he's a humble lad as well. He's respectful and down to earth. And on the flip side, he's one of us. He's been there from a young boy. He's supported Arsenal. Um, you know, we watch his kid burst onto the scene and we've given him rave reviews over, you know, time. We've watched him develop and we've watched him carry us at times. The world is now seeing what Bakri, um, Bakayo Saka is all about. Um, he started, I think, Bakri. five times three. Catch five, it, five, it? five times for England. He's got three man in the matches. Um, for me, he's only going to get better over the years. Um, and in years to come, I mean, the club and country should be building a team around him. I think he's that good. Um, we can talk about all the other players, but he can. T- very rarely does he have a poor game. You know, as good as Foden is, and I think Foden's a special talent, the best like talent in, in English football. But I have seen him drift in and out of games. Saka, considering he's not surrounded by superstars, he just turns up week or, or majority of weeks, majority of games, and just delivers. He just puts in a performance. You know, he, he, he's nothing... He doesn't try to be anything spectacular. He just goes on there and does his job, plays for the shirt, you know, and he's very humble in, in, in the process as well. It just it just makes him such such a um, what's the right word? But it just you just fall in love with the boy, don't you? You just you just yeah. he's a special boy, special talent. And I'm oh, pleased we've got him on our books. You, yeah. you you know who he reminds me of? Um, not in style of play, but like with passion and stuff like that. To a to a slight degree, Ian Wright, in the sense that. He's England and Arsenal through and through, and that, that's what he wants to do. And and with regards to Saka uh, and Arsenal, um, I'd have Saka and Smith Rowe and go, right, OK, who else do we need? These, this is where our team starts, because if you watch Smith Rowe and some of his interviews, the guy is Islington. Well, I know he's a Croydon boy, but he's he, he's... 
he's like Arsenal totally understands, gets the club. Saka, the same, totally understands, gets the club, gets the fans, gets the history, gets everything about what we we feel inside. Not 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 these keyboard warriors, but what we feel inside. And 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 I think we just need to build around that. Um Trev, anything to add on that about Saka and maybe Smith Rowe as well? Yeah. Well, look, firstly, Saka's contracted to us till June 2024. So, I, but if I was Arsenal, I'd be looking at improving that now. And I dare say Arsenal will. Um, I, as I said earlier, I saw his debut for Arsenal, right? And um, well said, Terry. And I've said on this podcast on more than one occasion, Fergus. And you can dig it out. I'm not digging it out because we've done too many of them. But I, I stand by my words that I, I I just thought Saka was this such a great talent that this was where Arsenal would build his, their side in future. They would build a side around the likes of Saka. And and I'm hoping that they're going to do that. He, the way he conducts himself, like Tony said, he's very special. When he comes on, when he comes on and does his TV interviews for a 19-year-old, how sensible, how smart is he? And he just knows what to say. And he said today, three words come out of his mouth today and it's been quoted on the Arsenal website. I love Arsenal. I love Arsenal. When did you last hear a player say, I love Arsenal? I can't recall the last time I heard a player saying, I love Arsenal. It may well have been righty. Certainly none of this current crop that haven't given us 100% effort over the last few years haven't. And, and then, you see, what, what happened last night with the England game sort of reminded me what happened with Arsenal last season, Ferguson, that we, we, was, we were crying out for, for Saka and Smith-Rowe and Martinelli and Odegaard to play in the same side, right? Or three of them four playing the same side. And we were stagnant and we were we had a run of losses, didn't we? Over Christmas, over Christmas we, we had a really bad run. And then he had to bring Smith-Rowe in to play alongside Saka. And almost overnight, the Arsenal looked a different side because they had these youngsters with energy that wanted to play for the Arsenal. They wanted to play for the Arsenal. They weren't there to make because they, they've moved to the club for a big money transfer move. They've come through the ranks. And it reminded me last night in that we've had... I'm not knocking the two lads that got dropped last night. It's not their fault. Maybe it's Southgate's tactics. But with Grealish and Saka in the England side last night, we just looked a 10 times better team, didn't we? The England team looked so much better. Heath, I still don't talk to you, son. Don't You know, I'm, I'm still not forgiving you. I'm still not forgiving you for the abuse I've got weeks and weeks and weeks ago. But uh, no, I think that I stand by what I said. I, you're doing my idiot with that phone. You really are it's doing my phone. It's my wife's phone. Well, have a word. My wife wouldn't dare let the phone ring in our house, mate, while I'm on here. Never in a million years. <laughs> well, she would actually, and she'll kill me for saying that. But no, Bukayo Saka is a very, very oh, special. She texted me already. What? She texted me already. I just got a text. We need so. to keep up with Bukayo Saka under all circumstances. We need to build this team around him some more. I'm not talking about who we might bring in to play alongside him because, as Tony said again earlier, We've been. We we must have been. These I'll tell you who, Trev. I'll yeah. tell you who. I want Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish, Emil Smith-Rowe, and Bakaya Not going to happen in the team. Yeah. I know it's not. It's a dream, and don't take my dream away first, please. Yeah. Don't take it yeah. away. Oh, I agree. I agree, Tony. You're right, though, mate. Can you imagine the movement and the 
even Alabama Yang has scored 20 goals a season with them three behind him, you know. So, you, by the way, you, you one picks up this season, and uh, you, you know, you know, who could be you know, who could be a cheaper and also a very viable alternative to Grealish is uh, Phillips, that Phillips guy from Leeds. He's got to be what 25 million, 30 million, no, he's got to be it'd, half it'd, the it'd price, it'd be 30 Grealish. million, mate, and he, he's not good enough to. To, to you know, lace Jack Grealish's boots. Phillips is a good player, and I do like him. Different positions. He, he's nowhere near the class of Jack Grealish. Nowhere near the class. You're starting to lower your standards, lads. You're starting to lower your standards. It's pointless talking about this because we'll be linked with another five players tomorrow, and another five players a day after, and another yeah. five players a day after that. And I don't really care. Agreed. Until it goes Agreed. on the Arsenal website that we've signed a player, then I don't care. And these people on social media that are in the know, and they've got these hundreds of thousands of followers. They ain't. Screenshot all of their comments, and then at the, when the start of next season comes, scroll through all the screenshot of who they said that we're definitely buying, and you'll see how much in the know they are. Not at all. No, no. The, 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 there's, only, there's only one person that knows, and if people are in the know, they know who he is. It's Andy Nunn. He knows everything. Um, but, you know, otherwise, uh, none of us have a clue. Yeah, he knows exactly what's going on. Uh, Big Steve and Heath are coming along and saying that um, Phillips isn't even international and um, uh, Phillips is the DM. Um, uh, sorry, Steve. Did you see him play in the first game? He wasn't a DM then. Uh, Rice was sitting... Sitting, um, sitting deep, and uh, you know, uh, I don't think it was a DM then. Listen, uh, last topic that we're going to talk about is um, the opening. Well, we got two, four, six games bringing us to the end of September. So we got Brentford away, the newbies coming into the uh, the Premier League at Friday the thirteenth at eight o'clock. Um, some people might love a Friday night eight o'clock kickoff. Other people might think it's a pain in the ass. I'm in the latter. Um, then we got Chelsea at home, City away, Norwich away, Burnley away. I'm up for that one. And then Tottenham at home. How do we think we're going to get on with that? Uh, with, with with those six fixtures? Then, Trevor, I'll go to you first of all. What 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 what's your thoughts of? Is that a, a hard start to the season when having Chelsea, Tottenham, and and City uh, in 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 there being away to newcomers, Brentford, who are going to be up for it? Uh, is that a hard you, start of the season? If you take a breath, I'll get a word in. Listen, it's... Uh, ask the questions first. <laughs> so much for the uh, not being in Europe and having all these Saturday 3pm kickoffs, eh? So much for that. Oh, my God, that hurts my eyes. So much for having these 3pm <laughs> kickoffs on a Saturday afternoon. It's, uh, uh, it's, it is what it is. The first six games, you know me, we're going to win all six. We're going to have 18 points. And why shouldn't we? We've got as much chance as anyone else of having a great start to the season. We drew a good start to a season. And if you're an Arsenal fan, if you're a proper Arsenal fan, you're going to say, we're going to get 18 points from our first six games. Oh, no, let, I'll tell you what, let's be sensible. Let's make it 16 points because I'll go for a draw at Man City away. How's that? You know what I mean? So, I'm looking, I'm excited by the season. I mean, I, I don't like all these games like Friday. First game of the season, Friday night at 8 o'clock. No, don't do this to me, man. Let me enjoy the first game of the season. But we all know that TV chooses the fixtures. Everyone got excited last week when, when the Football League put the fixtures out. I just sat home with my feet up thinking, there's nothing to get excited about here because this ain't the fixture list. The Football League, the Premier League don't release the fixture list. 
they just say who's playing who each week, really. And that's not the proper fixtures. It's when they're played that matters. And then Sky TV come in and say, and BT come in and say, right, this is the real fixture list. You've given us a list of games and we'll tell you when you're playing them. So it annoys me greatly not playing them on a Friday night, uh, not playing on a Saturday afternoon. But we're going to get 18 points from our first six games. Uh, you know, no, no danger. We're going to have all these new signings that people are telling us about. We'll, we'll probably, with all the new signings, we're going to have a team of 11 and about... You can can't you, Tom? So, you know, we, we'll win. We'll, we'll win all six. Right, now we can get... Now, now we can get a word in edgeways. Uh, sorry, Pat, uh, you are correct. Friday the thirteenth is incorrect. It's Friday the seventeenth. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm being funny, boys. It's the first show back, and you two are starting. <laughs> We're not starting. Just We're enjoy not the summer. Starting. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tony, your thoughts on pre-season, uh, the opening six games of the season. Uh, Brentford, Chelsea, City, Norwich, Burnley and Tottenham. Uh, first of all, of those six games, uh, two are at home, four away. How many are you going to and what's your thoughts on them? Oh, my word. Oh, okay. um, oh my word. Who turned the lights down? Uh, I, I think it's a... <laughs> you're, you're back, you're back, you're back. It's a tricky start, but for me, if we want to be serious top four contenders this season, and that that's got to be the aim. Um, you know, let's be realistic. The aim is not to win the league because I don't think we're good enough. I don't think we're going to spend that sort of money to to win the league um, or challenge for the league this season. But top four should be the aim. And if we're to to challenge for the top four, then for me, you've got to be getting the you know you've got to be taking bare minimum of 10, 11 points from those games. Um, for me, there's, there's no more excuses. Um, own a board, manager, players. It's time for them to deliver this year. There's, you know, we've got no European competition to, to you know, get in the way of things. It's domestic, it's domestic football only this season. You know, we can trim our squad. You know, get a few new signings and hopefully really kick on this season and, and get back to to European football or securing European football next season. And hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, we make the right signings and we, we can get back into the Champions League. Agree. And big tough ask, by the way. It's a tough up. ask, but um, it, 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 that should be the aim. Looking at these fixtures that up on the screen, um, what are the first ones that, first of all, Tony, to you, what's the first ones you go and look for um, on, on this fixture list that comes out for 2022? So, so for me, any fixture or any, any fixture list that comes out, I always look at who we've got at the start of the season, who we've got at the end of the season. Um, Start of the season is obviously always nice, open day fixtures, etc. And the end of the season, I always um, a little bit uh, sometimes in a dream world. I always think that you know, is this, a, is this the place where we're going to be separating with in our league? Um, I had it a lot as a kid, and unfortunately, I've not had it for a number of years. But yeah, they're the two fixtures, and then after that, it cut after that, it comes down to sort of the Tottenham home, Tottenham away, um, and obviously, your big fixtures, Man United home and away, uh, and then we've got on Boxing Day. Um, uh, Trev, we're away to Newcastle and Boxing Day. When you look at these um, fixtures, uh, what, what, what ones are you looking out for? We're not away to Newcastle away on Boxing Day. No, not Newcastle. I said, uh, sorry, that was Newcastle because um, Steve, Norwich away. Sorry, uh, Steve, but Newcastle. So multitasking, mate. Sorry. Who do I look for, Fergus? Well, I always look for the first game of the season and uh, Brentford away. I'm a bit bit gutted that we may not be allowed to go with that because it's a new ground for a lot of Arsenal fans. 
And then I look at Tottenham, obviously, when we've got them. Um, I see we've, I think we've got Burnley. You've took it down now, Fergus, but I think we've got Burnley away in September, haven't we? Which is always a bit yeah. off because they'll still be playing cricket in Burnley at that time. So if there's a, if there's a cricket game on at Burnley, when we turn up, it's always. You're a, just, it's you're just, you're just tight. You want £2.80 pints of Guinness. No, I said the cricket club, not that pub in town. And then I see we've got to wait, <laughs> we've got to wait right until the end of the season, till the, till the middle of May, for Newcastle away. I always look for Newcastle away because it's a great day out, great place to go, and it'll be shorts and T-shirts weather, won't it? Middle of May away at Newcastle. So I like that. So for me, it's the first game of the season. I like Burnley away in September. That's attractive. I look at Tottenham and then Newcastle away I love as well. But, you know... Hopefully, I'll be at every game, fingers crossed. Oh, no, I won't be at every game. I won't be at Man City away. Do you know why? Because it's the same day as my inconsiderate daughter has arranged my granddaughter's birthday party. It, I, I, and so I can't go to the game because I've been threatened with death by the missus if I don't go to the birthday party. So I'm going to miss one game this year so far, Man City away, and I'm not happy about it. Just can't you change your granddaughter or something like that? Well, I thought about it, mate. I've got, you know, I have got a plan B, but I don't fancy being divorced, so I might just shelve the plan B and swallow it on this occasion. But um, uh, you know what? It's probably it's probably a little bit cheaper just to swallow it and just get on with divorce. Yeah, is normally expensive. It is. it is. Listen, Ferg, right, mate? Listen, while, while we're talking about fixtures and away fixtures. I just, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. I, 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 met, I, I promised a good mate of mine I'd mention it to you. And I, I forgot to mention it to you boys before we started. So I do apologise. Uh, but you know all about it. Um, the um, the away ticket scheme has been announced. I was just literally through. getting onto that. Yeah, go on. Sorry, mate. You carry on, mate. Sorry, you carry on. No, no, you carry, you carry on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> your dummy went just down on the floor, Fergus. Pick your dummy up, son. The away ticket scheme's coming to an end. I'm not a member of the away scheme. I've I've got my points on on my season ticket, and I get me away tickets. I'm not a member of the season of the away scheme. And there's been loads of views, pros and cons, and people that haven't been on the away scheme saying this and that today. But one thing I just wanted to throw into the fold, right? Throw into the fold that before these tickets were capped at thirty pound for away games. Indeed, £26 by the Arsenal because the Arsenal subsidise them, right? Away tickets were 60, 70, 80, 90 quid a week, right? How many of these people that are moaning now were interested in going then? You've got to remember, these away scheme members that are complaining, that are not happy about coming out of the away scheme, they spent 60, 70, 80, 90 pounds for season on season on season on season going to these games. So regardless of what you think or whether you're whether you're jealous of them being in that scheme, that you know they've they've, they've done their bit and, and they deserve some respect, and that's all I can say on it to me. What's your thoughts on the away scheme ending then, uh, Tony? Um, I, before you come in personally, myself, um, I, I I I attended probably four or five away games a, a couple of seasons ago, um, but I've got little or no away credits because I had to got to buy them through the cartel that is um the away ticket scheme. Um and then when we get to the Champions League final, Europa League final, FA Cup final, Europa uh League Cup final, 
these people who may or may not go to every away game, but they've bought tickets and sold them on to people, uh, get first priority to pick for their mates and their their, their lot. Uh, I'm not taken away from the fact that these people are automatically debited from their account to pay 25 quid uh, to be a member of the uh, away ticket scheme. Um, and there, there's 1,200 of them that are committed to saying we will turn up. And of those 1,200, I would have thought at least a 1,000 of them do week in, week out and everything else. So I'm not criticising those people because I know they're hardcore, um, legitimate, real, true Arsenal fans. But it makes it very difficult for other fans like myself and other fans to try and build up those away tickets uh, points so that we can go to to other games if not we got to go to i don't know the the back of beyonds sometimes tony what's your thoughts wait wait a minute it can hang, be hang on, hang, 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 no no one, one, one second let, let tony come in and then i'll let you come in again. you've annoyed me now again that's twice tonight. yeah 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 that's fine that's fine you can go back in after tony's talked hang on i'm just going to get the music out again <laughs> um, to be fair, boys. To be fair, um, I think it's it's a good idea, and I'm speaking from my side of things. I I, I totally get why people are annoyed. That, you know, because they put their time in the graft, think they're going week in week out. Um, you know, they've spent a lot of money over the years, but also know a hell of a lot of fans that they're on the scheme and they don't go to every game. They sell their tickets. Now, my my both my season tickets have about I think it's twelve credits on this year or they're at 12 after the, the reduction uh, the tickets have come off I think I think it's 12 I'm on now I've been to a hell of a lot more games away games than that um, you know if they were on my credits I would be plus 30 credits easily but because I can't get the tickets I end up I've got so many contacts now I end up getting tickets through various people away, away tickets I don't get the credits from you know I don't get the credits from and, and they're, they're, they're you know they're part of supporters clubs they're part of the away scheme you know, so various avenues I've, I've got contact to get tickets, but I put in a lot of time and effort to go to, to a lot of away games. I don't always get the, um, obviously the credits, which means come certain games or cup finals, I'm low down. I, I'm in a uh, you know a pecking order when I can't get tickets. Um, you know, so for me personally, I think it's good. You know, I've got more chance of now building up my credits myself. Um, but yeah, I can see the members that are part of the Arsenal. Um, Obviously, the the, the the away scheme, I can see why they're upset, you know, uh, and angry because uh, I, 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 there's, totally, there's a vast totally, majority totally that understand. have put hard graft and have gone to, you know, um, you know, there's some of the back ends of, of Europe over the last couple of years and they've put yeah, 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 you know, there's a so yeah, I, I, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to it, but for me. And for my my side of things, I I think it's a good idea, um, and it gives gives other fans a chance to go. I I, th I think it spreads the load a little bit for other fans and 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 give the likes of me you uh, like you're on the same WhatsApp group and network that we can get away tickets to most games if you want you got to pay and you know um, we can get we can get tickets to most games that we want to go to but that shouldn't be the case we should be able to do it legitimately um, uh, through Arsenal uh, especially as a season ticket holder at least um, and then it might. Uh, help some of the silver and red members as well also get an opportunity to, to, to get tickets. Trev, I annoyed you. Tell me why. Yeah. Well, well look, firstly, well, I can see both sides of the story. As I said, I'm not a, I'm not a member of the away scheme, right? 
And I get tickets to some games through the same channels as you boys do. And it does frustrate me a little bit that 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 I have to do that. But what I also have got is on my season ticket, I can't remember how many, but I've got plenty of credits now, right? I've got plenty of credits. And I got them credits just through through hard work. I did the miles. I went to Barte Borisov. I went to Vorsla Portova. I went to Spartak Moscow. You know, I went to uh, oh, wherever these League Cup games are on a on a Tuesday night in the middle of nowhere. I went to them games and I got the points, you know. So you can do it. I, and, and I can see both sides of the story, you know. Um, so I'm sitting on a fence a bit. I've got plenty to say on it. But whose side I'm taking, I'm sitting on a fence because I can see both sides. And, uh, you know, and what I will say is, though, if, if you've got a season ticket and you've got no credits now... It's going to be a bit harder because we ain't got the European games to go and collect credits, you know. And you don't just get collect a credit for a European game. You've got to get flights and hotels. So I fully understand how difficult it is. But if you're really dead set, you can get your points up from zero, you know, Europe helps, but you can do it. It takes three, four, five seasons, but you do get there eventually. Well, Trev, I done. I think it was... Uh, over the last two seasons that we could go into away games, I must have done 10, 15 aways. I've got two away credits. And Terry puts it on there. How is it going to change uh, the away scheme? Although it might end, the people with the highest number of away credits, which will carry over once the scheme ends. Uh, as from this year, they don't have to pay the 25 quid. Uh, they still will get priority for the next two seasons and their points will stay uh, in place. So they're going to have the highest points and they're going to be able to do what they want. And then if they want to tout them on and sell them on, I'm sure they will do. Um, I'm just looking. I've not read this. This is just going to pop up. Dave Harold said, will the away scheme get an extra membership? Uh, I'll merge into season tickets. It's being merged into um, season bold accounts. They're just going to um, get the away points, uh, the credits from, from what I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's on your season ticket, red membership, silver membership, gold membership, whatever it is, it will be on there. Um, guys, um, I don't think there's very much more to cover. Um, please, if you haven't checked out our um, Arsenal History podcast, we've got the hour and a half long one, which is actually really interesting. Uh, if you can um, put up with Trevor for an hour and a half, I don't know. Um, but it's uh, the complete Arsenal record. It's also uh, it's basically Mark and Andy from um, uh, from from ArsenalHistory.com. Uh, they uh, talk to us and tell us loads of stuff about Arsenal. Uh, the second episode is um, Arsenal 1886 to 1925, uh, the Plumstead to Woolwich era. And the next one, which was meant to be done tonight, but uh, unfortunately Andy isn't feeling well. Uh, we are going to do it next week, um, uh, is the Chapman era. Uh, we'll then do the sort of Baron era between 35 to 53. Uh, then we look at like, um, who are we looking at after that, Trev? Is it, is it, uh, well, we, Bertie we, we, me, we've got, we've Bertie got me and, Bertie me and then, then we move on to, to George Graham, I suppose a bit about Terry Neal because Terry Neal got us to three FA cup finals in a row, and then we move on to George Graham and more of the middle era. Fergus, I just, I'm sorry, son. We've had loads of fallouts tonight, you and me, but you know I love you. Just got to say one more thing about the away tickets, mate. 
I have bought tickets from away scheme members before in the past. I have. I've got friends that are away scheme members. And any yeah. of us that say we haven't bought tickets from away scheme members isn't being truthful. A lion. But what I will say is the real Arsenal fan away team members, away scheme members, have never charged me more than face value for a ticket. And I wouldn't ever Reed. pay it. They're my friends. They're my friends. And if they can't go to the occasional game, They'll say to me, Trev, do you want a ticket for your own use? Do you want a ticket for your own use? You pay what I pay. They're proper Arsenal fans. I'll get by on that. These people that want to charge us an absolute fortune and they're in the Arsenal away scheme, they shouldn't be in there. They're not Arsenal fans. Not having that. Totally agree. Just had to get that in, mate. Sorry. To totally agree. Um, and 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 both of us are members um, of uh, a WhatsApp group, which is... Uh, dedicated to a lot of rubbish and somebody's ego, but also dedicated to um, away tickets and uh, there's a surcharge on top. And occasionally I have bought, bought a ticket from there, but fundamentally I disagree with it because um, I've even had, and I'll give a shout out to John Malone. I don't know if you're watching John and if you are watching on Catch Up, thank you very much. But John occasionally has come along and said, I've got a concession ticket Um for somebody who has to be a pensioner, uh, uh, an under twelve uh, or under sixteen-year-old, um, what child. do you do? Give Trevor? Um, what do you do? Give Trevor call? <laughs> no, no, okay. I, I, I'm I not a new Trevor. This Arsenal <laughs> Football Club. This does not involve me. I'm having nothing to do with what he's about to say. I, 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 I don't have a conversation with Trevor because I know Trevor's sorted. But my grandson, and uh, he kindly transfers it onto his uh, junior gunner membership, so it's all legal and above board. And he's able to get into the ground. And 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 uh, he went and saw us first, first North London derby uh, a couple of years ago. And you know he he loved it. And that's what Arsenal fans do. You, you, people touting. And charging over the odds, I've I've no issue with somebody taking a drink, a fiver, or somebody a couple of quid for postage or transfer or whatever. I've no issue with that. If the ticket's 25, 26 quid, thirty quid, yeah, fine, done, job done. But if a ticket is is is, is thirty quid and you want forty five, uh, I do take slight liberties at that. Tony, comments? Yeah, no, I don't disagree, mate. Um... I've sold tickets before and, and people have, you know, I, I always charge, you know, if I can never help a person out, I always just round up to 30 quid and just say, look, give the geezer 30 quid, he sold you have a sake of three quid or four quid, it ain't, ain't an issue. And, you know, I, I've had it on a fiver before, you know, if I've had to go and collect the tickets from my mate, I'll just cover my petrol cost. But then it, equally, when someone's done me a favour, I'll just, you know, slip them a fiver as well. You're helping each yeah. other out. Yeah. You know, you don't mind just saying you, you run about it for me or a couple of phone calls is extra to have a beer or just as a, as a thank you. No You'd buy somebody that. a pint, wouldn't you? You'd buy somebody um, a pint. That's what you do. Know, people are still out there. Um, I mean, we was at a game. It must have been. It was what? So it would have been two years ago. It's, it's when Abamyang scored that. Um, when Ben Foster tried to clear it, and Abamyang scored from the clearance. And I was talking to a Chinese who was sitting in front of me. He got charged two hundred pound for a ticket. So someone had obviously got a ticket in the Arsenal and then charged his for two hundred pound. This Chinese fella and his missus, they they bought two tickets, it's four hundred quid for two tickets. I mean yeah. it's, it's it's extortionate. But again, I suppose what, at the Emirates in the lower said, tier. No, no, it was um it was it was a uh, Vicarage Road. It was when the Bamiang closed down Ben Foster and from the clear. So, so they're, they're twenty 
They're £26 tickets, £30 tickets. 20, 26 So this Chinese fella in front of us, we were staggered because I thought bastards. he was going to say that he's been charged 60, 60 quid. He charged £200 a ticket, this Chinese fella, and his missus paid. It's a 400 quid for a pair of tickets to go to Watford away. Um, it was, you know, I nearly fell off my chair because I was like, I was in shock and disbelief. Like I say, we, we've all stuck a, a five on the cover cost of petrol or phone calls, but that sort of money was just, there's people out there that are willing to pay for it. So while it's yeah. sort of demand, yeah. people people are going to charge whatever. Personally, yeah. I think they're stupid. For, for, you know, these people, whether they're tourists or whatever, to, 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 to sort of fork out that amount of money is ridiculous for any game. Um, but yeah, you know, the tabs, people who are, you know, whoever is selling them, we just, I think there's also um, a I, bit I, of I, I do believe that the club, uh, with this amnesty of uh, changing names and uh, so on, so if you're renting a ticket and so on, um, plus the move into a digital thing so that your phone can become your season ticket, and I think there's going to be links in with identity checks and so on, all post-pandemic uh, and everything else, I think touting, fingers crossed, uh, will be outlawed uh, or are. are got rid of um listen you know money money talks if you've got the money you can always buy whatever you want um but i just don't like the average joe like those chinese guys you're talking about they're turning up and they want to pay 400 quid for two tickets i just think it's wrong i think it's classless and the people who are doing it are normally for listen these these people it's not their fault mate they 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 come hey up big t's gone um, these people, they come on holiday to the UK. It's probably the only time they're going to visit the UK in their lives, mate. And I feel sorry for them because they get they want a ticket under any circumstances. And they can go online to these sites online and they can pick them up, you know, at very inflated prices. Them sites want taking down, really, you know. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I mean, I was away at, away at Bournemouth, you know, away at Bournemouth. What was it? But last he's, he's come down to the supply and demand as well, Trev. Yeah, exactly. I don't, there's I don't an element agree. of that. I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with it. But yeah, I know what you mean. Though. But there was Japanese tourists at the away game at Bournemouth the season before last. I dread to think how much they paid for them tickets at Bournemouth because they are like ends teeth, mate. Away tickets for Bournemouth. I dread I'm to think what they. Paid. I don't know what they paid, but it was a lot. I bet it was a lot, a lot of money. Well, can you can you can you imagine how much somebody will pay a tout? For Brentford away, first game of the season, seventeen hundred tickets is what we're going to be allocated tops. You know, which is similar to Bournemouth. It's a small stadium, first game of the season, uh, first uh, game in nearly two years that away fans may be able to attend, unrestricted, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, they'll be charging bloody hundreds, and it's just wrong, guys. Um, this was a half-hour podcast. <laughs> that worked. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially when you I can see most of your chin now and both of them as well. I don't I didn't realise you had so many chins, Trev. I don't carry much, do I? Uh, you don't for an old and don't carry much. Still got it up there and all son. Hey, still got it up there. Yeah, right. Okay. You, you, you believe, you believe. Listen, <laughs> you have been you have been watching Arsenal, uh, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Guns and so yellow. Just ribbons, before you, you like finish up, do. before you finish up, I, I forgot something. <laughs> I'll see a comment. I'll see a comment. Right, at the very if it's not him, it's you. <laughs> I'll see a comment at the very beginning of the show from your good friend Kai. Right? No, I haven't forgiven him. 
I will never congratulate Chelsea and I never want them to win the Champions League. So, Kai, you are not forgiven and we've still got problems. Yeah. And there we go. There's Kai's comment. <laughs> yeah. Kai, you need to yeah, I... watch your mouth out, son. That's bang out of uh, order. Ka- Kai, I, di- I didn't realise you cr- congratulated Chelsea. I might actually have to block you on my phone now, mate. Um, you know, that that's 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 poor. That's poor. Um, guys, uh, as I said, you're watching an Arsenal podcast by oh, Arsenal fans. For Arsenal fans. Here he goes. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same if you didn't. It's a hot, no. uh, one hour and seven minutes. What, what's another three minutes of his warbling on going to make a difference? Uh, no, I love you, son. That's all I wanted to say to you. I love you, son. <laughs> I love doing this. I needed this tonight. I hate the close season. I needed to, you two tonight. Although Tony's buggered off now, look, I've had you, you, your clothes, mate. It's, it's, we need, we, it's been enjoyable. We've talked some great stuff and. Uh, do, do, you, do you know what I, I I I said I said I said to the wife I said uh, I said oh we're not doing the podcast uh, the the um, Chapman era tonight I said all right I said yeah but I'm still doing the podcast um, uh, at half seven I said why then I said well Trev wants uh, Trev wants to do a podcast what about I said I don't know Trev just wants to do a podcast and she went he just wants to talk Arsenal all he ever wants to do is just talk Arsenal and I went yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm never going to argue that. She's right. It no. don't, don't no. make him a bad person, though, Ferg, does it? Come on. No, there's lots of other things. I'll tell you another time offline, uh, <laughs> Tom. But there, there, there's, there, there, there's lots. There's lots. Guys, listen, if you like what we do, we've overran by 38 minutes because this was going to be a 30 minute podcast. Um, 45 at tops, which I sent you on a on a text, didn't I, uh, Tony? Um, 45 at tops. Um, please do click the like button on uh, YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us. Uh, click on Facebook. Tell your mates. Listen, you see what we're like. We're just Arsenal fans talking Arsenal. We're not here. We're not out here to make fortunes. Or it's just a hobby for us. If none of you click, we don't really care because we'll still carry on doing this because it is just purely. Fans chatting Arsenal. We're do- we're having a public chat, basically. Regardless, we're still waffle. Yeah, regardless. And have a look at the history of our great club. Fantastic. Have a look at the history yeah. of our great club. Thank you very much, everybody. Only one last thing to say. Up the arse. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too. Oh, oh, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. Upstairs. What's going on?